Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. What it's like to work with your spouse. It's something we get asked about a lot, and today we're breaking it down. When your business partner is also your spouse, husband or wife, your co-parent, and your bed buddy, <laughs> today <laughs> on Heart of the Home. Bed buddy. Hmm. Hey guys, I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about today's sponsor, Stag Design. Stag Design gives you beautiful products you can mix and match effortlessly to create your perfect home. Use the code Heart of the Home for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's Stag with two G's. Okay, welcome to Heart of the Home podcast today. You know, we talk a lot about eyesores in design. Let's talk about another kind of eyesore. Oh, come on. (laughs) We're really going to talk about this? The one that I'm dealing with. I think... Pink eye makes people really uncomfortable. It so makes, maybe pe- this shouldn't it be makes a people of really uncomfortable if you're in person with them because they That's don't true. know if they should look at it or not look at it or, or acknowledge you. it or touch you or yeah. shake your hand. Or right. Yeah. So last week, our two-year-old Vivi had pink eye. Kudos to John because he's the one who noticed it first. I did not. I thought it was just from the pool, right? Because they've been doing swimming lessons. But John was like, I think she has pink eye. So you took her to the doctor. Sure enough, pink eye. They gave her drops. Bam, gone within 24 hours. We kept giving her the drops, of course, but gone. Then mama gets pink eye. Mm -hmm. And it's like the plague and will not go away. (laughs) It is like the most aggressive pink eye virus or bacteria. It's bacterial. But anyway, it will not go away. I'm on my now third different types of drops to get rid of it. What is what has life been living like living next to somebody who has pink eye? Uh, I feel bad for you, and I wash my hands a lot. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've been like in, you know, I'm like Eeyore walking around. Yeah, you've been pretty depressed actually <laughs> because I've had to cancel so many meetings. I can't go out in public. The hardest part. And you have the worst. Uh, prescription for your glasses and it makes your eyes look really small so you're walking around (laughs) i look like squint and you know how makeup for women usually makes their eyes look as big as possible like really open it up and make it look big your glasses do the opposite and just like shrink them down i know they're like the bottoms (laughs) they're like the bottoms of coke bottles yeah, and totally. I'm like, blink, 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 these little teeny eyes under these huge. I'm like a nutty professor, basically. Whereas, I think my prescription when I had glasses when I was younger <laughs> the is the opposite. opposite. <laughs> and my eyes just like look massive because I also have bad eyesight. <laughs> You're like the little kid on Toy Story. And I'm like the nutty professor with crazy hair that you can't see his eyes. Totally. That's what's been. That's what it's been like. I haven't so, been able to wear eye makeup. So is this episode all about pink eye? Or <laughs> no, but... It's, I don't know where it's going necessarily. I just thought we'd kind of kick it off because a lot of people have been asking me about it on Instagram because I did a little, hey, you haven't seen my face around here lately because my face looks crazy. Now that everyone is super uncomfortable and grossed out. Let's talk about more uncomfortable things. (laughs) What it's like to work with your spouse. Okay. 
What is it like to work with your spouse? If you could sum it up in a couple words. Uh, I wouldn't call it uncomfortable at all. Um, I think it's, how do I describe it? I think it's really exciting to have that shared goal. Um, I think we're both entrepreneurs at heart and we've had careers working for big corporations and, um, and kind of different experiences, but we've always wanted to have our own thing and to be able to work on that together is really exciting. It's stressful. I mean, it's hard to separate the stress related to the business from the other stresses in our lives. Um, and they all kind of just meld together, but obviously we wouldn't be doing it unless we really believed in what we're trying to do together. And, and we didn't feel like it was worth the stress of it, but I think it's really fun and exciting to have a partner who I trust completely and don't have to worry about you having different interests than I do or a different agenda than I do. We're totally aligned in that way. Yeah. Because I usually just tell you if I disagree. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're not shy about that. Actually, <laughs> neither am I. Neither are you. <laughs> I would say you're less shy about it than I am. Right. Fair. Um, <laughs> let's first talk about like our different roles because this I think is really important. You know, we, we did an interview quite a while ago with another podcast couple um, called Married to Business, Courtney and John Brown. That They're was actually the first podcast I had ever participated yeah. in. Yeah. It was so fun. They invited us over to dinner at their house and then we um, went into their podcast room. They have like a, a separate ho- room in their house. Yeah. And uh, they asked us, you know, how do you make it work when you're working together? And I told them about our rule of veto power and they were like, well, what is veto power? So very early on in our marriage, it actually started before we got married. We were, we were at, registering. It was Macy's or something? Yeah, we were registering. And you're walking around with a little gun and you're uh-huh. like scanning things that you want to put on your Dishes wedding registry. that you want on your wedding registry right. and, yes. you know, different accessories and stuff like that. And, you know, most women that I knew that were getting married, they would just go and register and then they'd just tell their fiance what they registered for, right? No, 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 not John. (laughs) No. I remember telling him like, these are the places that I'm thinking we should register. And he was like, great, when should we go? (laughs) And I was like, what? You want to come with me? And he was like, well, yeah, I'm not going to just... I live there too. I want to say (laughs) what we're going to pick. And I was like, okay. So we go to our first location. Actually, it wasn't even the first. I think it was like the second because I think we had been to Target first and I I had kind of reached, you know, it kind of went like this. Honey, I really love this. Should we register for this? Oh, I hate that. (laughs) Should we? Okay. What about this? I hate that. That that is not coming in my house. I was being, I was expressing my opinions a lot. It was a lot of opinions. Yes. And we kind of, by the time we got to Macy's, I was like fragile. I was fragile because I didn't know you as well as I know you now. I probably still would have been upset now, but I was even more sensitive. You probably didn't express how you're feeling as early as you would today. <laughs> probably true. Which is a good thing because it's <laughs> always better to just be honest. And open. So, well, we went to register for some placemats, I remember. And I was like, I really love these placemats. And you were very vehemently opposed to the placemats. Mm. And I think I lost it. <laughs> and I was like, 
I just want to, I, this, I get to decide this. Okay. I get to decide this. I'm going to pick the placements that I want to pick. You can go pick whatever electronics you want. I will not say a thing. I don't care what TV you pick, but the placemats are mine. And we came up with this sort of veto power. So I have spheres of, I have like a circle of things that I get final say on. Yep. I ask your opinion. Mostly, but I'm I, able to express my opinion. Yes, and usually, I try are. and be diplomatic about it. Sometimes, not and so much, usually, but. I am willing to find a middle ground. Yeah, but sometimes I'm like, hell's no, <laughs> I am picking. This is what I'm doing, That's and right. you just have to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Now there are areas of come to think our of it. Marriage. I don't know that there are corollaries to that where I have an area of influence where you even have an opinion. <laughs> so I don't know that no, I've ever had true. to express my veto right. That's not true. When it came to things within this house, there were there were quite a few areas that you had veto power. Just because of I was building it. Yeah. So well, and and they were things like um you know, I remember I really wanted to do an outdoor speaker system and you put the kibosh down on that. You were like, "No, we're not doing that." Just because of it would have been a tremendous amount of work and there were other options that were a lot easier that were wireless and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. But I deferred to you. <laughs> that would be an example. Yeah. So we, we realized, you know, in a relationship, really pretty much any kind of relationship, you have to decide what the boundaries are. And in our case, we're both opinionated, strong-willed, type A personalities and no i'm a shrinking pilot <laughs> no you're not and <laughs> i'm grateful that you're not uh but we had we realized that you know in order for both of us to feel like we were heard and and to have some kind of control over our lives we'd kind of have to divide up like there are certain things that jen is much more capable at and and cares much more about so although i may have opinions from time to time about you always those things, have an opinion about everything not always but yeah, I, I am an opinionated person. But I've learned in those areas, you know, I totally trust Jen. She's really good. And even though I may not totally be on board in the beginning, I just need to trust her. And and in the end, she cares much more about this than I do. And she's good at it. So just let her do it. And similarly with me, there are certain things that I care a lot more about than you do. And that I'm maybe more um, capable of handling. So those are my things. And so that's been a really good thing. And I'm glad that we figured that out when we were engaged even, that that that's a good way to handle things. That placemats fall within my <laughs> sphere in of my decision defense, making. In my defense, my mom has a very flowery, ornate type of style, which I really didn't want in our house. And so I was like uber concerned that you were going to make our house look like that. But then I think I, realized, I you know actually what? said, you know what? I'm not your mom. <laughs> I don't want a floral grape motif in our house. Thanks. Right. Yep. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to have to trust Jen. And then that has proven out because obviously she's a really good designer and talented at that. And I love her design aesthetic. So that's her thing. And I'm happy to just let her run with it. Well, thanks, honey. Even within that, this this just popped into my head. Um, <laughs> there was a rug that I bought for this house before we even moved in. Right. Super cute rug. Really cute. There are times when I have to really strongly express my opinion. I still would have had veto power, but I'm definitely sure that you would have it was fuchsia. made it 
miserable for me. It was me. like it was not neon. You are exaggerating. Pink. It was a really cute rug, and I'm the only man in a house full <sighs> of girls, so you gotta at least preserve some neutral spaces for me. <laughs> Where we're going with this is not about the rug or the placemats. It's more that in our business we had to lay down the same sort of rules, like spheres of of responsibility and veto power so that we weren't constantly butting heads over every single decision. Why don't you talk about what your roles are within our businesses? Yeah, our roles really align with our skills and our interests. Um, and luckily, that's a pretty natural division anyway. It's not like we're both really good at the same thing and we had to decide you know, one person takes the lead on that thing. That would be harder. That would be harder. Yeah. yeah. And you're much more creative um, and right-brained than I am. I'm much more the analytical type of person. So I do, like, obviously legal and finance and accounting and operations type stuff for the business. And you're all creative. Mm -hmm. You can describe your role better than I could. But so, yeah, I handle... I'm the left brain and you're the right brain mm -hmm. <laughs> and we work, I think, pretty well together. And there are a lot of things that obviously overlap and we have to work closely together to figure out. But um, we do have a pretty natural division. Yeah. I always say that John is, I, I say several nice things about you, <laughs> but John is a master of negotiation of, and this speaks a lot to your professional experience, I think, but just by your personality, you're really good at handling situations that are tension filled and, you know, have a lot of details that I don't like to think about. You know, you're just really good at like smoothing things over when, when there's negotiations that need to happen. So John's a corporate attorney by trade. He is a very, very good corporate attorney. Oh, You're the best corporate you. attorney I know. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm probably the only one you know, but... <laughs> oh, I know many. But yeah, that's true now. Yeah, I know lots. You're the best one. Well, thank you. And I'm not the only one that says that. I mean, everybody says that. No. Right. And they do. But he he's really good at those sort of um, finite business details that I'm just not good at. I'm just not good at those. And I don't think you're super interested in that anyway. No, I'm happy to let you handle yeah. those details. And and al alternately, I don't think you obsess over, well, actually you do obsess about, I was going to say about colorways and making sure that colors flow and you just like I'm to not be as involved. I'm as you are, certainly. I, I know what I like, but I couldn't create something that I like very well um, as far as putting a design together like you do. Mm -hmm. I think you're a master at that and I love to watch your process. Um, and I certainly have an opinion from time to time about design, but I understand that my opinion is not super valuable most of the time because <laughs> often it's wrong. But um, but I really appreciate the, what you do and care about it. I'm going to start this. The thing that I love very most about working with you is that you are the very best teammate. The very best teammate. I know that um, if we're under a time crunch, if there's something crappy that needs to be done, if we have a tight deadline, if 
everything blows up if a massive snowstorm happens the day before a photo shoot when a contractor <laughs> has abandoned you and left you with a bomb exploded in your backyard, that you will be there with a smile on your face most of the time with <laughs> rolling up your sleeves, diving in, getting to work and making it happen. It doesn't matter how late you'll stay up all night. Like you're just the person that does that. And I think that is the number one thing that I value most about you in this business is that it doesn't matter if it's hard and you have to figure it out. It doesn't matter if it sucks. Like you'll be there and you'll be positive about it and you'll get her done. And I love that about you. Well, thank Are you going to cry? That's really, I'm not going to cry, but <laughs> thank you very much. That's very nice. You're welcome. Yeah. And I, what I love about being in business with you is that, um, I like, I'm a, I think I'm a pretty optimistic person and you are too. And I love when we can dream together and build big, audacious, crazy goals and then start working on it together. And, and, you know, you deal with a lot of setbacks as an entrepreneur and a lot of frustration, but I love, especially those times when we get together and we're like, okay, let's, let's plan, let's set goals, let's think big and dream together. And I, I think Without you, I wouldn't have much to apply my skills to because you provide the vision and the dream and and help set the direction and then provide a lot of the ability to get there. And my skills are only useful if they're combined with yours. And so I think together we're really powerful. That's nice. Yeah, I think that's something that, you know, I wish that... We're not at a phase in our business. We're kind of budding. We're not really at a phase where we can dedicate all of our time and all of our resources to making this business huge together. We're just not at that phase right Unfortunately. now. Unfortunately. Also, our children are really young and that's hard. It's really, really, really hard to have small children be the kind of mom that I want to be be the kind of lawyer that you want to be and grow our business at the same time. It's right. it's really challenging. It's, this is the busiest time in our lives and certainly so far. And I wonder if we'll look back on this and think, well, that was the busiest time and now it's gotten easier. I don't know. Maybe that's not true, but it sure feels really busy right now with all the different priorities that we are trying to balance. And that's probably one of the big takeaways working with your spouse or your significant other is you've got to balance the business with everything else in your lives that you care about. And everyone has to do that, but not everyone has to do that with the same person on pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's an interesting thing where you can't, it's hard to compartmentalize those different aspects of your life. If you have a business partner and you go and work with that person outside of the home for a certain number of hours per day, that's, you can compartmentalize it that way and then you come home and you have your family time and then maybe you do other things in other settings. When you combine all those together, everything runs together and it's hard to know that you're using your time effectively, that you're keeping things separate. So that is a challenge. Luckily, and maybe not luckily, I think this is a double-edged sword for sure, our hobby together has always been projects. Mm -hmm. So whenever we wanted to do something fun together, even before we started our textile company and our interior design firm, we would renovate houses together, mm -hmm. you know? And so 
that has we're not like a couple that like learns to paddleboard together <laughs> or <That's true. laughs> you know maybe we do need more just carefree fun in our lives but i mean we've been we married a long time now and we've never been that couple we just don't have time for that we don't have time <laughs> but we also that's just not how we choose to spend our time together yeah. right yeah it, there's a story that i just thought of on this point um so we were renovating our current house and it was just so much work and a really tight timeline. And, and I was pregnant. And Jen was pregnant. And, and I had a full-time day job. And then I would come and work on this property from like six at night until 2 a.m. Literally every night for probably three or four months. Oh, it was more than that. I swear it was like all six months. It was so hard. It was a long process and it became pretty difficult at periods. Um and I just, we were so stressed out and, but also excited about what we were doing. It was totally, it was totally fun, but also really stressful and all this mix of emotions. And your dad, who's like one of the most amazing people I know, he's so service oriented, just always there willing to he's help. He's a sweetheart. He's awesome. And he was there so much with me working yeah. whenever he could, he'd come and help and just whatever he, whatever he could help out with, he was totally game to do. So we actually spent a lot of time together on this project. And so he was right there with me. He was, he knew everything that was going on. He knew the stress that we were under. And, and I was commenting one time to him like, oh, I cannot wait until we get this project done because then we're just going to sit back and relax and enjoy this. And he immediately said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. I was like, what do you mean? No, we're not. He's like, that's just not who you guys are. You're not going to calm down you're not gonna slow down you'll find something else to do and he's absolutely right like we basically we may have taken a few weeks to slow down and calm down but then it was like what? okay we're bored what can we do next what's next yeah we never sit around long before we fill our schedule with something so it must just be who we are <laughs> yeah we're crazy basically well not crazy we're, we're just really willing to take on a lot, almost regardless of how stressed out it makes us because we're just excited about the next project, the next goal. We do have a little bit of like run forward toward the next goal with reckless abandon, you know, and, and I think, I think we're so lucky to have found that in each other mm -hmm. because if I was married to it, like I remember just recently I was sitting at, um, tumbling, waiting for the girls. They were in gymnastics and some of the wives or moms were sitting in this little waiting room together. And they were talking about how their husbands have so many hobbies that it creates tension in their marriages because one husband, he just wants to have fun all the time. And he's always golfing and mountain biking and swimming and, and hunting and fishing and like all of these things. And that's so awesome. And that's great. But that is, and, and I remember them asking me, well, do you, I mean, call, does your, what does your husband do? And I was like, he works, <laughs> you know, and that does, that's hard too, right? Like we're always on, we're always working. Well, define and, work. I mean, I'm working in my day job. I'm working on our business. Mm -hmm. We're working on our business. Right. But I'm the same way. I'm either yeah. taking care of the girls or I'm working. I don't, there's not a lot of in between. And I think we maybe do need a little bit of an adjustment in that regard in our relationship where we need to have more deliberate fun. The other thing that's hard though, <laughs> speaking of deliberate fun, 
kids are just at, man, they're really hard ages to try and like leave and go out of town. And, you know, it, it, they're just little. They're really little and they're needy. <laughs> As small children and, are, you know, I I really don't like leaving them at this age. It's it's hard on them. I I miss them a lot. So it's just kind of the stage of life where we've got to find stuff to do as a family, or maybe just not go out of town for mm-hmm. a while. <laughs> yeah. But what would you say is the sweetest part about, or the best part about working with your spouse? The best part, I think, is accomplishing things together. It's that sense of accomplishment that you share because you can accomplish things in your professional career separate from your wife and family and you can tell them about them and and they're supportive and, and excited for you, but they don't really have any sense of what it really took to accomplish that because they're not involved in it. But when you're working together on a shared goal and you achieve something, something big happens and you did it together. You get to enjoy that moment together and you both benefit equally from that success. Right. And I think that's what I like the most about it. It's just setting those goals, having all that optimism and then achieving them together after a lot of hard work and sacrifice. The sweetest part about working together for me, I would say is Probably the same thing that um, you can't steal mine. You have to come up. With <laughs> I have to come up with something <laughs> else. Um, no, you can say whatever. It's the feeling of building something that's solely our families. Mm-hmm. That's really rewarding to me. Is that I feel like you know we we sort of say this a lot in our family that we're team stag, like us together, our girls. We are a team and we watch out for each other and we take care of each other. I'm always telling the girls this, like we don't leave sisters out. We cheer each other on. We include everybody. We work toward things together because when it comes down to it, this is what matters. And I feel the same way about our business. We're building something together and we try really hard to teach our girls that achieving goals takes hard work. Mm-hmm that um, mommy and daddy work so that we can have a beautiful home so that we can pay for things like dance and gymnastics and swimming lessons so that, um, and you know, the other day we were having a day the other day where our seven year old Ruby, you know, summertime is (laughs) summertime's rough. And I work two days a week, basically. And she was well, having. You have, you have defined set aside. I have designed. <laughs> work, but really, I work a lot. A day, right, right. But I try to really focus on the girls when I'm with the girls. Right. And um, we were having a moment on Tuesday where she was like, "Mommy, you always go to work. I want you to take me to swimming lessons. You always go to work." And I was like, "Ruby, that's not true. That I'm always working. I work these times, but." It's important for me to do work. It's important for me to use the talents that I have for work. It's important for us to build this business that we're working on. That's why I have to work. And she was like, (laughs) and I don't know how much really sunk into her, but I have had at times, many times, people question why 
it's important for me to be ambitious or why, why do I make things so hard? Or would it just be easier if you had a wife who was like, Hey honey, I'm going to go. I don't know. What do wives do when they're not working? (laughs) I don't know. I've never really been that wife. Would it be, I'm going to have a baking club. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out. Not that there's anything wrong with baking clubs. I'm just saying like, have you ever thought you can be honest here? Have you ever thought there's there's I'm you're not going to get in trouble here. This is here. a safe space. Huh? This is a safe okay, space. You. Have you ever thought it would be easier or better or that you would prefer to just have a wife who's just content with you know not pursuing any kind of career goals? Um of course if that's what you wanted I would support that and it'd be fine but no I don't think it would be better because I think Part of who we are is striving toward, you know, making more of ourselves, making something together, building things together. And I think that's a huge part of our relationship. It's part of what knits us together. And so it's such a part of who you are. It's who I knew you were when we were dating. And it wasn't a surprise when you wanted to pursue a career. And now that we're pursuing this business together, it's just such a part of who you are. And I would never want you to change that. And, you know, what we do is hard, but we do it willingly with intention because we're trying to achieve certain things together. And I love that about our relationship. I would not want to change it. What would you say to somebody who's considering working with their spouse? Um, I'd say, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. Maybe it wouldn't be good for some couples. (laughs) (laughs) right? Because I think it works for us because we have the same goals or very, very similar goals and we get on the same page pretty easily. We are willing to make the same sacrifices. We're pretty aligned. And I don't know that every couple is. So maybe for some couples, it would be a bad decision (laughs) not to, not to rain on anyone's parade. But um, I think you, you do want to make sure you are both totally in alignment with why you would be doing this together and willing to make the sacrifices that are required. You know, you're giving up time where you could just be on a carefree date together. Like half of our dates end up being like working sessions. Half? Most. Uh, and not necessarily like we're in front of a whiteboard and we're doing hardcore work, but we're we're strategizing, <laughs> we're, we're thinking. Even our dinners. Yeah. We're either talking about our kids or we're talking about our business. Yeah. And I don't view that as a bad thing because I love our business. I love what we're building together. It is, you know, it is our hobby in a lot of ways. It's more than a hobby, but it is what excites us. And we're, so I enjoy that time with you. And so if, if pursuing a business with your spouse wouldn't feel that way, then it's probably not a good idea. And I think it has a way of magnifying strengths and weaknesses. So if you're struggling in your relationship, doing a business together would probably amplify some of the things you're struggling with. And maybe that's an opportunity to work on them and improve them. And, or maybe it would actually make your relationship issues worse. So um, I think you have to really, like I said, be in alignment. And if you have the same goal and you're willing to just stick with it and, and work through things, I think it's a huge growth opportunity for a couple. Um, and it can make you better. It can make you stronger as a couple. And it can also cause some strife. Yeah. I would just say before you enter into any kind of business with your spouse, 
Um, I think the the very most important thing that has helped us be successful is that I trust 110% that you have my very best interest at heart. And I never question that. If we're like throwing down on something, I really try to remember he's doing this because he he believes 100% that this is what is best. And I hope that you know that about me too. And that's so important, I think, because you can't always trust that with a business partner, right? But with your spouse, you can. You can't always trust that with an employee or a um, employer. You know, I've, I'm sure that you've had, I know that you've had situations like this too. You know, when I've had bosses, when I was working in news or managers or even coworkers, you couldn't always trust that what they were telling you was reality, right? Or that they were being upfront and honest with you about growth opportunities motivations. or motivations or where things were going. But when it's your spouse, you can trust what they're telling you mm-hmm. for better or for worse, for, for harsher. <laughs> Maybe it's something that you don't want to hear. Um, but your, your spouse, you know that they are on your team. Yeah. Um, I have a bias against partnerships yeah. with other people Yeah, um, because I've, I've probably seen too much as a corporate lawyer. I've very rarely seen partnerships work well because I think it is a rare thing to get two separate people. And I, you know, not in a couple, but like two separate individuals um, come together and have the same vision, have the same goals, have the same commitment, you know, have are willing to put up, financial resources and time and sacrifice and effort and stay totally aligned and work through problems as they come up. Mm -hmm. That's a very challenging thing to do for partnerships. And almost in every case I can think of, it's fallen apart at some point. And um, I don't feel that way about you at all because we are so aligned and what is good for you is good for me. And if we are successful, we're successful together. If we're sacrificing, we're sacrificing together and that's because our lives are so knit together, right? I I would be very reluctant to ever bring on a partner because I just can't trust that. So, it, you know, and I've made a career out of finding ways to build, put deals together and to make sure that people's interests are aligned and that it can work. So there are ways to do it. But um, I I love that just by nature of our relationship, I don't have to worry about that with you. Oh, I love you, honey. I love you too. <laughs> I think that's it. I think we shared all the things that we can share oh, about we could, working together. We could have multiple we could go on and on. on this topic. <laughs> There's so many different facets of it, but well, if there are intro. specific questions that you have or topics that you want us to tackle, um, give us a little shout out on Instagram. Send us an email. Send us a message, a DM. We're Stag Design on Instagram. Stag with two G's. We'd love to hear what you think. And also, you know, we kind of hate asking for this, but if you're loving an episode, share it. Send it to somebody that you think maybe could benefit from it. Give us a little rate and review. Those things really do make a difference. Yeah, and really, we need feedback because we're doing our best to put out content that we think is meaningful and useful for people. But the most meaningful thing for that we could get is feedback from people listening to this, telling us 
what you like, what you don't like, what you like more of. We want to make this as engaging and interesting and helpful as possible. So please rate us, give us some feedback and be great. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.